0: I'm Lake Miller.
1: And I'm Emma Scoville.
0: Welcome to Gym City Diversity, a podcast where we talk about diversity and inclusion in the Dayton area. We are from the National Conference for Community and Justice of Greater Dayton, or NCCJ. NCCJ works in the Miami Valley to increase understanding around the topics of diversity and inclusion. So we started last week with our overview and intro into diversity and inclusion. And as we go through the next couple weeks, starting today, Mm -hmm. um, starting as you are listening this very episode. How exciting. um, We are gonna start by diving into individual topics. Um, So for today's topic, we're really excited to talk about educating ourselves and others. Mm -hmm. And this is an area that I think, in diversity and inclusion, is important to start because as we do anything in our lives, it takes a basis of knowledge and understanding to actually do it, or at least to actually do it well. Right. Um, you know, We go to college to learn what we need to do in our career. We go to a technical school. We go to training on the job, whatever we need to do. We need to have a basis of understanding before we can complete that task, and diversity and inclusion is no different.
1: I agree. You can't be an ally if you don't have the information you need. You can't work towards promoting diversity and inclusion if you don't know what work needs to be done. And that's all what the education is about.
0: Absolutely. So there's a lot of different ways that we can educate ourselves. And I want to start this podcast, and it's probably a good way to start most diversity and inclusion activities. But I want to start by talking about something called the Action Continuum. And this is something that Emma doesn't even know we're talking about yet. So it's a fun surprise here. Um, And the action continuum is something that I always like to talk about as we're referencing diversity and inclusion and the actions of advocacy. So the action continuum starts with, on the left side, supporting oppression. And on the right side, we have confronting oppression. Okay. So this is a continuum from you are actively supporting acts of oppression to you are actively doing something to confront acts of oppression, okay? So I'm going to walk through, listen very carefully because there's many steps on this. I think it's an eight-step process, okay? So our first one is actively participating in oppression. So you are using oppressive language. You are having actions that actively harm the people around you. The next step is denying that oppression exists and then ignoring that oppression the third is recognizing that oppression exists but you are not acting to stop it we have then recognizing that oppression exists and taking action against that oppression okay so this is the first one that's really on that confronting oppression Mm -hmm. end of the spectrum the next one this is where today's episode comes in is educating self We know that oppression exists, maybe we're acting against it, and now we are actively doing things to learn more, right? After Mm -hmm. we learn stuff as ourselves, we then become the teacher, and our next step is we are gonna educate others in what's happening. Finally, we have supporting. So we're supporting those who are being oppressed, and we're encouraging. And finally, we have initiating and preventing. So that is something like leading a podcast educating others on diversity and inclusion, Mm -hmm. right? Or something like actively leading or furthering a cause in your school or your work environment or your friend group um, that works towards inclusion and diversity and and confronting oppression. So I always like to start there because as we're going through any point in our lives, it's important to remember that there's always, we can always move forward, right? We can always learn more. We can further ourselves on this continuum. The other thing I like to mention is there might be days where I am really killing it, right? Like I am initiating programs, I'm preventing oppression, but then maybe the next day I say something that's not so cool or I Mm -hmm. make an action that kind of hurts somebody, right? And in that moment, I slip back a few notches perhaps in this action continuum, but that doesn't define where I'm at as a person, right? We can always move forward. Um, Some days I'm here, some days I'm there, um, but as much as we can, we like to be much further right, much further towards that confronting oppression, end of things. And I think that the first step in really doing this, as we have mentioned, is educating ourselves. Mm
1: -hmm. And I think it's important to know that on this continuum, you could be in multiple places on different issues. You might know a lot about sexism, like I do personally because I'm a woman, but on other issues, I'm further behind because I don't know as much.
0: Right. Absolutely. I think that's a great point. So it talks about the things that we know. So if I really am lacking in knowledge on LGBTQ issues, mm-hmm. then maybe I'm not so so strong of an advocate in that area, right? But what I do like is there's a difference between oppression, knowing those things, and leading the cause. Right. You know, perhaps mm-hmm. I am not the biggest I don't have the biggest basis of knowledge on this particular issue, but there's a difference between me not knowing and me going out and causing problems sure, relating yes. to that issue. So we also want to say that educating ourselves and others is a constant struggle. It's not something that today I'm going to read a book and tomorrow I'm going to be an expert on racism.
1: Yeah, no. And also things change like on the topic of racism, how racism functions in our society has changed over time. And so as we grow and time passes, we need to re-educate ourselves so we know what's going on today and how it's linked to what happened before.
0: Absolutely. So keeping up with current events, keeping up with um, current lingo that's Mm, being used. Current changes all the time. (laughs) It's every single day, right? And doing our best to be politically correct, doing our Mm -hmm. best to be inclusive of everyone as times are changing. The other thing that I'll say, you know, as we're talking about, like I just used the example of lingo, of the words that we use to describe whatever. And Mm -hmm. that's constantly changing today. But what I always want to remind people is it's, you know, we mentioned it in the last episode, it's okay not to know. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think on this one, that's especially important. You know, if I say something to Emma, for example, and that used to be something that we say, and now she's like, oh, that kind of, I didn't love that you said that, or that kind of hurt. um, Confronting that situation is important. And we often talk about, like, that was an educational moment. And I'm like doing air quotes over here that Emma can see, but yeah. you all can't see. So just imagine me sitting here doing air quotes when I say educational moment, okay? <laughs> um, and that's an educational moment. That was something where I said, all right, noted, I understand, or maybe I say, tell me why. Like I'm I'm curious, I'm trying right. to better myself. Um, So please explain. Right. That's part of educating ourselves.
1: Right. You can't just tell somebody, oh, we don't say that. That's wrong. And then move on because you need to explain what's going on. Otherwise, they'll just feel maybe attacked and they don't know what they did wrong.
0: Right. We're all at different points. Now, Emma, can you talk a little bit about where where we're going to educate ourselves?
1: Yeah. So one thought I had was about consuming media. So this we talked a little bit about reading books and newspaper articles. But this can also be in different things. So right now we're really seeing an emergence of diversity in TV shows and movies. So Mm -hmm. watching shows like maybe Blackish or something like that and learning more about the culture and what's going on there. And then you could also watch some documentaries that are more historical and more factual based. And even, you know, listening to podcasts, shameless plug for us. (laughs) But there are many podcasts out there about diversity and inclusion in all sorts of fields that you can go to and you can get educated from.
0: Right. And we've talked about it in the past as well. You know, we've highlighted many different festivals and and things of that nature on this podcast. But engage with things that are different. Engage with things that, um, like different cultural festivals, go to um, things that maybe push you a little bit, maybe make you a little bit uncomfortable. But to me, uncomfort is good.
1: It's what pushes you to grow as a person.
0: Exactly. You know, one of my friends... Um, is a sign language interpreter and mm-hmm. her family is in the deaf community and she always said like go to a deaf night. A lot of these different groups have these deaf nights where you go out, it's like a silent dinner mm-hmm. um, and you engage with that community and she's like as a person it is so impactful to see, to learn about that culture and that community. A community who's proud of their identities. Um, like go there and engage and until we go there and engage. How or are we until- to know? Exactly.
1: And I think another important part about educating ourselves, like we're talking about going out to the festivals or these things, is just talking to people who are different than us and learning about their experiences because that's one of the major things that really changes how we think about an issue.
0: Right. Now, I want to talk about like a classic, to me like a classic conundrum as we're going through Mm -hmm. this thing. Um, So for me growing up as Jewish, I always felt I was somewhat tokenized. Mm -hmm. Um, So for example let's say I'm sitting in class, which has happened constantly, as somebody who is in a minority group, and they would say, let's say we're talking about the Holocaust, and they would say, well, Lake, what do you think about that? Or, well, Lake, was your family in that? Or um, another classic line is like, well, I've never met somebody who is Jewish, Um, or these different things, Mm -hmm. right? So to me, there's like a really fine line of, hey, I'm happy to answer questions, I'm happy to educate you, versus, I shouldn't quite be a spokesperson for all of Judaism Mm -hmm. because I'm proud of being Jewish, but I do not speak for every one of the millions of Jews around the world. Um, I think probably you'd have a lot of really upset Jewish people if they found out I was their spokesperson. (laughs) Um, So it's one thing to educate yourself, but I think it's really be careful not to, to go to that person and, and turn to them for every question about that group or to Mm -hmm. expect them to educate you because you don't know.
1: Right. It's not their job to do that.
0: Right. You know, and I think most people who are in minority groups are probably used to it and probably happy to the way that I see it is why should you be sorry about asking me a question? Because you're trying to better yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, obviously if that question becomes offensive or, or something like that, that's different. But if you say, Hey, can you explain to me what that holiday is? Because I've never really known, and I'm curious. Mm-hmm. Great, I would love to explain to you because you're trying to understand a culture. Um, so just be aware that that line can can exist, and also be aware that if you ask me, I also have the right to say, no, I don't think I feel like explaining it to you. Mm-hmm. Um, so now let's talk a little bit about educating others, right? Once we have this basis of knowledge in ourselves, we somewhat have a responsibility with that knowledge to share it. Mm-hmm. Now, one way that we talked about this is speaking up.
1: Right. I think that's one of the, it's important, but it's also really hard because it can be uncomfortable to speak up either, even just one-on-one with somebody can be uncomfortable, but imagine having to do it in a group setting where there's lots of people.
0: Right. Yeah. So speaking up can be for many things. It could be I've learned about a policy that is somewhat discriminatory and I want to speak up to end that policy Mm because I've educated myself and I know we should change it it may also just be i know that that joke is offensive and i'm going to speak up and say hey emma why did you say that that hurts this mm-hmm. group yeah um and i think somewhat it depends who you are and if you have the personal either the personal strength or well-being in that moment but also in what group you're in because sure. i know groups of my friends i'm probably more comfortable than in the, biz- in the middle of a business meeting That's or something. A,
1: I was saying the same thing. It's a lot easier to tell your friend something than tell either an older family member when you're a younger person or when you start a new job and something's going on mm-hmm. and you're still very low on the totem pole. What do you do then?
0: Right. Well, and so one thing that we often talk about, too, is, you know, obviously, I think in an ideal situation, you're able to say, that was wrong. This is why I feel it might mm-hmm. hurt somebody. And what could we have said instead? Sometimes that's the option. But the other option sometimes is, let's say somebody just told a sexist joke. The awkwardness of telling that joke and someone just staring at you and not laughing, that's enough to realize I shouldn't have done that. Mm -hmm. The other thing that I love to say, this is a classic Lake Miller thing, is what do you mean by that? really because yeah try to explain it to me like you just said something incredibly sexist or incredibly whatever Mm -hmm. tell me why you think that right like and all of a sudden they're going to realize in an ideal world that they shouldn't have said that Mm -hmm. that that's a hurtful thing um but it's really important to take that and i think that gives them a moment of self-reflection um in an ideal situation though i think a lot of people are receptive and In general, people don't mean to be hurtful.
1: Right. I agree with that. And I would rather know if I'm doing something wrong than go on and being ignorant about it and just, like, not knowing.
0: Right. So sometimes educating others may be something just like, hey, Emma, that joke was hurtful to this group. Like, here's why it may be hurtful to this group or here's why it's hurtful to me. Um, And that's education. Educating others, though, can take on a whole different level. Okay. Okay so for example educating others may be that i am sharing reading Mm -hmm. so for example on facebook
1: or something yeah
0: share it on facebook share it on your social media share a podcast like gym city diversity (laughs) on your facebook and be like hey everybody check out this awesome information that is going to better your understanding of diversity and inclusion Mm -hmm. Um, it may also be sending out articles to your peers like hey i found something that i think is like applicable in our field of work, I think it would be a good reading. Um, If you're a teacher, educating others could be highlighting works from people who are diverse or highlighting works that talk about diversity and inclusion.
1: I also think um, if you're a writer, you can, and you have a blog or something like that, write and blog about whatever the issue you've educated yourself on so you can show other people what's going on.
0: Right. And then lastly, I think it's just talking. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, if, me and Emma are hanging out on a Saturday and me sharing like, I just read this crazy thing and I didn't even realize this was the case or um, fill in the blank, right? right? There's so many, the ways to educate others are endless. The ways to educate yourself are endless. But I think each of us has a responsibility to do it. I agree. So we are going to come back next week with questioning our biases. So we hope that you join us next Tuesday as we explore this issue and beyond.
1: Thank you for tuning in to Gem City Diversity. Make sure to come back next time as we dive into our next topic. For more information on NCCJ and diversity within the Miami Valley, go visit www.nccjgreaterdayton.org. Make sure to like NCCJ of Greater Dayton on Facebook, follow us on Instagram at Dayton. and follow us on Twitter at nccjdayton. I'm Emma Scoville, and I was joined today by my co-host, Lake Miller, and we'll see you next time.